Welcome to Live in the Messiah's Love. I'm Kamisha Lucier, Senior Pastor of A Day of Prayer. We're back and we're going to keep talking about prophetic intercession, praying for your children before trouble arises. And my beloved husband is here with us, um, Pastor John, who's also Senior Pastor of A Day of Prayer. He's our guest today and um, sharing what God has put on his heart concerning this topic. Hi, honey. Hi, honey, honey. Thank you for having me. And thank you for to the listeners for, you know, allowing me the opportunity to, to share and speak into your lives. Amen. So. Amen, amen. Thank you. Before we get into the word, would you be so kind as to like this podcast, um, share this episode and subscribe to this channel, you know, share this on your social social media. Um, it encourages us, but it also helps this podcast be more easily and readily found to new listeners who need the word of God. Um, in their lives. And, you know, God wants them to grow as well. We do thank you so much and appreciate um, you listening and helping us in this way. All right, so let's get into the word. I really had a good, um, a good time our last podcast talking about prophetic intercession and looking at the what God intends and purposes. So when we think about prophetic intercession, that means praying ahead of time by um, the knowledge that God has already given us, but also insight from the Holy Spirit on how to pray and what events to cover when with our prayer time. Absolutely. Amen. You know, um, mothers and fathers, if you're a parent, if you desire to be a parent, you have a call to intercession. And that means praying on behalf of someone else, on behalf of the will and the plan of God for someone else. You you have a, a call to that. Actually, can we bring it even down, I'll say, a step deeper? If okay. you're a believer, mm. you're called to intercede, right? Amen. Uh, what does Paul say? It says, pray, be on the alert and pray at all times for all the saints. Amen. Amen. If you're a that. believer, you're called to intercede. Amen. Let's go ahead and swallow that one. <laughs> Mm, tastes good. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Amen. We do have a call um, to intercession. And, you know, because we're talking about your particular family, you know, oftentimes as the, the church world, we think you have to love to pray 24 hours a day and things of that nature. But technically, God asks us to commune with him throughout the day. So we're always praying. We're always in touch and connected with the Holy Spirit to hear breath by breath, what he has to say. Mm -hmm. But even if God didn't ask you in particular to be um, a prophet to the nations or um, hearing and praying about world events, at the very smallest level, at the very least, he asked you to um, intercede and stand in the gap for your four walls, for your family and the family that he wants you to have. And, you know, as I said, for, for the moms and dads to be, if God has put on the inside of you a desire and a longing to have children and parent them, and you don't have them forming in your womb at this time, and they're not um, already in the cribs and whatnot, you need to be praying for them now. He Amen. didn't give you that desire so you could feel wanton, so you could just pine away. He meant for you to be active and engaged and proactive about the lives that he wants to bring forth through you, whether it's adoption, whether it's um, the traditional um, husband-wife, you know, conceiving together, whatever it is. And can we add to that, uh, parents, whether it's a mother or a father, right, that that it's not their biological children, mm-hmm. but there are step spiritual, parents. right? And, mm-hmm. and there adoption. are step parents, yeah. there, are, there is adoption, but even just in the church, 
right? Or in the body of Christ, mm-hmm. where there are many that, or there are some that would consider someone to be their, their spiritual mother or father, which mm-hmm. means they've done all the same things. They've nurtured them in, in Scripture and in the Word and interceded for them and, and mentored them and raised them and taught them. Mm-hmm. It's just not a biological child, if you will. Amen. Right? Let's not discount that either because it matters. Amen. Um, it, it, so and in that, there's also the element for an aspect perspective, if you will, for pastors, for leaders, for whether it's for your, not just in the home, right, or for your family, but for those the Lord's placed under your care, right? So, yes, pastors, and I'm speaking Mm -hmm. to you and, Mm -hmm. right, and other leaders of whether it's a a home group or a Bible study or, right, not just congregations, not just major congregations, but we should also be praying for for them as well. Amen. Um, I'll give an example. Exodus 33, Uh, beginning in verse 12, Moses actually you see him intercede for the people, all right? He says to the Lord, so you say to me, bring up this people, but you yourself have not let me know whom you will send with me, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then, of course, Moses is taking comfort in the Lord. I've known you by name, right? And you've said that I've found favor in your sight. So then he says, if I have found favor in your sight, let me know your ways that I may know you, that I may find favor and consider too that this nation is your people. Right? Mm-hmm. And then the Lord said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. But then um, if you continue to follow that down in verse 16, it says, um, if, you're, if you're or 15 and 16, if your presence does not go with us, do not lead us up from here. For how can, how then can it be known that I have found favor in your sight I and your people, is it not by you going with us, you're going with us, so that we, I and your people, may be distinguished from all the other people who are upon the face of the earth. These were not Moses' biological children. They were the Lord's children. They were mm-hmm. the, it was the body of Christ. It was the children of Israel. But Moses was still interceding for them. Mm-hmm. God had assigned them to Moses's care. Exactly. So Moses here was praying for them. And yes, so he, again, just like we were discussing in the previous podcast with Abraham, he could have easily just said, oh, look, I have all these blessings and benefits in the Lord. Yay, I'm set <laughs> and been done. But no, he considered the people and the children and, and everybody that was involved and all their stuff and all their things and was praying for them, mm-hmm. knowing, hey, all of this only comes from the Lord. And it's the Lord that is the only one that can protect us and feed us and care for us and clothe us and bless us and Mm -hmm. everything that's required. Mm -hmm. Amen. But he still took his authority and his place that was given to him. Amen. So we have authority and the territories that God has given us. Mm -hmm. And we know that one place that we have that authority is in our, our natural children. Amen. Right. And whether that be adoptive or stepchildren or um, especially if the authority has been passed to you by their their parent. Um, but the biggest thing is when God gives you authority, when he says you have the authority in this territory, you have it in this place. Honey, will you remind me, did I read our, our scriptures in Proverbs today? No. Okay. I want to go back and read that before we move to talking about um, our parental authority. 
says Proverbs 23, I'm sorry, 22 verse 3 in the Passion Translation says a prudent person with insight foresees danger coming and prepares himself for it. But the senseless rush blindly forward and suffer the consequences. Uh, Proverbs 27, 12 in the Passion Translation. A wise, shrewd person discerns the danger ahead and prepares himself. But the naive simpleton never looks ahead and suffers the consequences. In Hosea 4, 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priests for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. So first, we know that there are troubles that will be coming in life. Mm -hmm. They're coming for our natural children. They're coming for our spiritual children. They're coming for humanity, but in in particular, the body of Christ. And we are not ignorant to that there's trouble, right? And then there's wickedness that is super and above just the normal trouble that's common to man. Mm -hmm. But now we can do something about that early. Forgive me for, I stopped early on the the example of Moses, right? Uh In Exodus 34, of course, he's able to see the Lord's glory and the Lord defines himself and describes himself Mm -hmm. to Moses. But Moses responds, and it's in 34 verse 9, Moses said, if now I have found favor in your sight, Lord, I pray, let the Lord go along in our midst, even though the people are so obstinate and pardon our iniquity and our sin and take us as your own possession. Again, still interceding for the people, Amen. knowing, hey, there's trouble and they're not doing everything right. And, right, But he's still seeking the Lord even now, even in this moment. Before the trouble comes or before the the sin or any more iniquity comes. Amen. And they're engaging in it. Amen. And so, you know, naturally our mind goes to the the sinful part of life. But there's life like your children are going to get married one day. Mm -hmm. Pray about their spouse now. Don't wait for them to have, you know, raging hormones and and beating hearts and, you know, eyes that are goo-goo over someone to go, Lord, is this the spouse you have for them? you're it's going to be really hard for them to listen and hear the voice of god because all the other factors are in play he sure is for nice them to looking. listen how about for uh, for the parent to listen right lord is this is this the spouse you've chosen for them so why not pray about your children's spouse before you have those children or when the children are young and start praying for god to keep that spouse that god has assigned to them how about praying for their finances pray for their their lifetime of walking mm-hmm. before the lord you can pray all of those things because god has already given you authority to do so and send the word of god so that it's already having time to mature and when your child arrives to that destination or that place where god would bring them together it's not the adversary sending a hagar in so so, so you mean it's like a seed it has to be planted it has to be That's watered right. and cared the word for of god and is a seed hallelujah not unlike i'll say even adam in the garden you didn't have to plant seeds you just had to tend and keep tend and keep just show up and enforce what god has That's already it. said now we know that god has a plan for each human being's lives and they're not going to get to that plan without intentional um, perseverance, intentional 
intercession and intentional standing in the gap for them to defeat the strategies that the adversary would have to try to thwart the plan of God in their life. Mm -hmm. But you can send the word of God forward with supernatural grace that will carry your children versus Kesara Sarah. We're just going to roll the dice and see how it how it works out. And that's the card of hand, uh, the hand of cards they were dealt and all those things that the enemy has tried to throw as tears into the heart of the believer to discourage them from enacting and taking up the, the strength in the place that God has given them with prophetic intercession. So we know we have a natural authority, um, parental authority in particular, because that's kind of what we're talking about today, um, that says, um, I can put this outfit on my children. I can have them live in this state. I can um, send them to the school that I want. I can comb their hair this way. I can feed them um, chicken for dinner. I can choose the natural things, circumstances that my child will participate in. I can say, no, they won't be on the soccer team or yes, they will be. That's our natural authority. But the spiritual authority is that territory which has been granted by God as your place to occupy. In Matthew, he said, do business or occupy until I come, Mm -hmm. which falls under the same thing he told to Adam in the garden and woman, which is tend and keep the garden. I've already prepared a good place and a good plan. Now you make sure it follows through and follows suit as much as depends on you for that to happen. God has already given us command. He said, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. That's that's the standard. One, two, three. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. From you. <clears throat> Excuse me. God has chosen by his sovereignty to allow mankind to have free will. And so that also means have free will concerning your children. Will mm-hmm. you teach them about God or won't you? Will you ask God to intervene on their behalf or won't you? Will you submit them to God? for his plan and his best, or will you submit them to the world and the devil to do what they want? That's your choice as a parent. Excuse me. And because he has set in place, I gave mankind a free will. He cannot violate his word because he's not a liar. His sovereignty has said, I give you rule in this area. Mm -hmm. No, you rule over it. In Matthew, he tells us whatever you bind or whatever you don't allow on earth, I will support and not allow Mm -hmm. from my heavenly place. I will support you with heaven. But whatever you allow, I will also allow from my heavenly place to be done in the earth. So that works both in the positive and the negative. If I um, won't allow the adversary to have a foothold and I bind sickness and disease in my children's life, I bind... um, let's see, rebellion and promiscuity in my children in the name of Jesus, and I loose the Holy Spirit to guide them. Mm -hmm. And strife and everything else. Amen. Then Father God will go, amen. I support that. And now I'm going to send my ministering angels to guide your children in the way they should go. Every trap that the adversary set for them, in accordance, in alignment with Mm -hmm. what you've said, I will have my ministering angels Bring it to the ground. Every weapon that's formed against you shall... Amen. Hallelujah. It will not prosper. will not. Now, on the other hand, if I tell God, I don't want your assistance, I'm going to permit this event or that event to happen. I give permission for my children to partake of these things. Then God will go, okay, 
Now, your children, especially as they come to a certain age, they have a free will of their own. But I can guarantee you that God will intervene mm-hmm. and make it difficult for them to sin. And he will continue to keep their heart in his hand to keep it soft so that he can continue to minister to them and be their God. Um, and as we're, as we're speaking, you may be coming in and say your child is already an adult and you're going, well, what do I do now? My, my child has a free will and he's making his own decisions. Well, if you are a covenant partner with God, mm-hmm. if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he has a commitment to you for you and your household to be saved. So because you are a son or daughter of the Most High and Amen. a joint heir with Christ? Amen. Glory yes. to God. Yes, thank you, honey. Joint heirs. Right. That's right. He has a, He's covenanted with you already that he will ensure that your household is saved. He will take care of that matter. Now, you do have to trust him. And the opportunity to um, dictate to your children what they will do, tell them yes or no, has, it, has elapsed because they're adults and they are able to make their own choices. But... The Lord will send ministering angels. The Lord will speak to their heart. The Lord will send laborers. The Lord will do everything he needs to, to get them. And you have to fully come into your role. Amen. It's prophetic intercession is not a substitute for your role for of the, tending the and the natural keeping. things you must exactly. do. Right. It's it, part of it. It is a part of it. It is, uh, I'll say, has to be done in conjunction and simultaneously with, even when they're adults, Faith right? Faith without works is dead. Exactly. Right? So we have the spiritual side that we must do, and we have the natural counter or the natural additional part that works and coincides to work together with those things, right? Exactly. It's not a Amen. last minute, just, you know, bomb the pass down the end of the field and hopefully you get a touchdown, right? Mm-hmm. But we have a role and a responsibility as parents, regardless of the age. Amen. Amen. So... Um, God needs our consent mm-hmm. to intervene for our children, especially while they're children. He needs our permission to do that because that's the way he set it up. That's what he said, and he's able to make that call and that rule. Um, but likewise, the enemy needs your consent. Mm-hmm. The curse without cause shall not come, is what the scripture tells us. And the adversary cannot do anything to us aside from us granting him permission. Now, choosing to be ignorant, knowledge is coming and it's knocking at your door. Choosing to be ignorant gives the adversary a green light. But choosing to now walk in the knowledge that God has presented to you and accepting it gives you strength and um, helps you to be able to stand and take that permission away. Maybe you granted it at one point to the adversary because you didn't know you were maybe so, an unbeliever. So you gave him legal claim or authority. Exactly. Okay. Take it back. That's it. We can we can stop that. We can turn this cart in the other direction. Well, Christ in us and operating on our behalf because we have sought him can change that. Amen. And take it back. Amen. But we He's have given to, us, uh, we right. have authority and, and that is to... Seek the Lord on it and turn it to him. Exactly. But we have to start it on our position. Amen. We can't do it without Jesus Christ, but Jesus is not because he's Jesus is not going to come and overrule your choice. Exactly. You still have to give him permission to come in on your behalf. You still have to choose to come under the anointing and the authority that he's already said, take the door. Jesus said, use my name. You have to do that. Amen. He gave it to us. Now you do have to use it. Amen to that. Well, we're almost out of time for today. And I just, I want to thank you, my love, for being here. I've, I've really enjoyed us discussing um, prophetic intercession. And 
um, sharing the word of God on that. And I just want to thank you listeners for being here. And I hope that you were blessed. I hope you've enjoyed it. And your, your spirit man has been stirred and that your, your Mm -hmm. soul and your body, your entire being is being energized and quickened to take hold of what God has given you. Um, so join us tomorrow. We're going to continue. Um, I'm sorry, on the next podcast, we're going to continue talking about perfect prophetic intercession. But before we go, if you would not mind, would you please, um, like this podcast, um, like this episode and share it, um, subscribe to this channel, share it on your social media. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.